Yeah, so what do we do when we get ready to, to start reflecting? Just before having a discussion with a friend or a little group of friends or by ourselves, what do we do? Why not start with a pause? Mm-hmm. Yeah, which, which sometimes is hard to remember to do, right? Yeah. yeah. So I think uh, just a beautiful reminder that it's always good to get centered. Just pause and be quiet. And so, yeah, thanks as you say that. Uh, I'm going to be, maybe, well, let's suggest we practice together and have it recorded. And the way I'm going to give instructions, as I do, is in having in mind that this is a transition. This is not, uh, we're arriving in a quiet, mindful state, but we're coming from our day activities. And so, you know, really orienting the pause as a moment of transition. Mm-hmm. Good reminder, yes. Um, and yeah, and just a reminder to do this often, anytime we're in transition. So yeah. you'll cue us. Yeah. So let's do it. So you know, I'm inviting you to close your eyes. And what I'm doing right now is... I'm kind of gently turning my attention toward what's happening in my body. Not making, getting rid of thoughts, but just, just curious. Asking myself if I feel the place where I'm sitting, if my feet are on the ground, so a sense of curiosity about what's happening in the body, what's happening in my breath. Is it shallow? Is it deep? Not trying to change it, just to notice it. Again, if I have thoughts or anything else, no problem. Just redirect my attention to what's happening in my body. Just a sense of gentle curiosity about where I'm at. Am I tense on my shoulders? How's my neck? Am I relaxed? How do I know whether I'm tense or relaxed? What is it in my body that tells me that? And so if this is a pause before a moment where I'm sharing with a friend, 
I ask myself, what is it that is top of mind for me? What is it that needs exploring, that needs sharing? Sometimes when I ask myself that question, it kind of brings me in a mode of, I have to have the answer and I freak out if I don't. And I'm trying to have a more accepting view of things. If I don't know, it's okay. Then where I'm at today is I don't know what I want to talk about. If I am in a place of being self-critical, well, that's where I'm at today. That's what, that's what it is. That's what I will be sharing about. If I'm feeling on top of the world, why not? That's where I'm at. Most of all, I don't have to know. So I'm asking myself, what's happening inside? And I really don't know what the answer is, and it's great. I'm trying to get accustomed. It's great to not know. This is what the pause is about. And if something comes up, great. And so now checking with my partner, is it okay for you to stop here or do you want some more time? Hmm. I could stay here for a couple of days, but I'm okay to stop now. Okay, so we're going to gently, each in our own time, open our eyes and come back into contact. Beautiful. And so checking with you, what came up that you want to share? You know, what came up for me was just the sense of going from head to heart. Hmm. As we, as we meet today at the end of the day, at the end of the work day, um, at first I was very in my head um, and I don't even think I was thinking about a lot of things, but my energy was up here in my head. And as we sat and paused, I was able to go down into my heart where there is love and compassion, self-compassion, a whole different approach to this space that we're in right now. Um, and what came up for me was how important it is to do this before I do anything really. Right. Because mm -hmm. I, I up, up in my head is where judgment is and ego is and what I should be doing and shouldn't be doing. And, 
Um, I, I, and it would, it would occur to me also is, is that this is where my compassion for self is, is in my heart, but also for you and for maybe anyone else that I might be dealing with. Yeah. Yeah. So from your head to your heart mm -hmm. and that sense of settling and then with it, that sense of compassion for yourself and others. Yeah, and I think for myself anyway, this is where the health is. So in other words, for myself, I'm not judging myself in this space. I'm not um, angry in this space. I'm not self-critical um, in this space. So it feels healthier. It feels like a healthier space to approach life from. Mm -hmm if that makes any sense for myself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What do you think? A healthier space to approach life from. It feels beautiful. I would totally agree with that, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, kind of creating a nice, nice space, like a nice ecosystem that, that feeds. Good way to approach life, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah, so we invite you who are listening to this to practice this and explore this space. Mm -hmm. I think I would add Serge to um, as part of this, the awareness that there might be tension in the body or there might be the frenetic headspace thing happening. Um, and the mindfulness, the noticing of it mm -hmm. is what gives me anyway, the opportunity to let it go. Like the noticing of it takes the energy of it away from it. Yeah. 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 So for people that might be feeling anxious and stressed, like the, the, the practice of just noticing um can help it lift Se yeah. separates it from who i am right yeah i can yeah. become the observer of it yeah it's not i am the tension but there is tension in me mm -hmm. yeah and it doesn't necessarily lift when you notice it but what lifts at least is a sense of um, uh, knowing it's there not fighting it kind of accepting it and it might lift a little bit of it or not you know mm -hmm. it doesn't have to do with achieving the lifting mm -hmm. just the noticing it's interesting um years ago and when i was in my 20s i'm 58 now but when i was in my 20s uh, i had some severe panic attacks and anxiety attacks and to the point where I was very frightened of them. You know, I thought, oh gosh, I'm gonna end up in a mental, in, 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 you know, in a mental institute or something. And I was, it was actually creating an inability to do my life, you know, very well. Cause I was terrified of getting on buses or trains or, you know, I couldn't go to work because of, I was afraid of having the panic attacks. Anyway, just a little background there. And I ended up going to a therapist uh, for help. And 
the technique that she gave me um, that helped so much was to observe my panic attack and the symptoms of it as though it were any other ailment that I would have. So there was this sort of attachment to mental illness or something in my mind for it. Like I'm having these panic attacks, so I'm going to go crazy and lose it. Um, Where she was asking me, she said, observe the symptoms in your body of this panic attack while it's happening as though you are observing the symptoms of a headache or the sensations, I, I would say, of a headache. Um, and so I did. The next time I had a panic attack like that, I sat and I was like, that's interesting. I'm having a panic attack. Um, so what's happening? My heart's pounding right now. My stomach is doing flip-flops. I'm, my body's getting hot. And as I observed the symptoms, there was sort of this surge of them and then a dissipation of them just in the observation. And I had no intention of bringing this up, but it came up as we were talking um, that I was practicing mindfulness during a very severe debilitating situation. And the practicing of that mindfulness helped. And I used that technique over time. Um, And eventually those panic attacks just kind of stopped their their intensity lessened in the observation the free the scared uh what am i thinking of the word the the terrifying sort of nature and dialogue that i was engaging in dissipated and uh so did they yeah took a while but i don't know that just came up for me and i was thinking you know as we have people listening uh that that might be helpful no that's beautiful i'm so glad you mentioned it because um, often we try to take a, a mindful moment, a moment of meditation. What happens is, um, you know, the mind racing, or it's not just thoughts, but it's emotions, it's, and it's fear, it's pressure that's kind of manifesting. And, um, and so we feel powerless about that. You know, it feels like it's such a strong, it's like it's true that uh, we we kind of driven by it. Um, and if you were able to simply observe what was happening during a panic attack, then it becomes possible to say, well, I might be able to observe something that's happening when I'm really agitated or, you know, it's nervous and I take a mindful moment to pause. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Good stuff. Yeah, yeah. So we're sharing that with you and hoping that you explore it. To find out more about the Proactive 12 Steps, see the website proactive12steps.com. Please send us your comments and suggestions through the feedback form at proactive12steps.com slash feedback.